What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am your host, Matthew Primo, and here at Surfing the Stream, every week we review at least two movies a week from your movies from your favorite franchises. Uh, currently, we are in the middle of reviewing all the movies of the Predator franchise. We are doing. We are almost finished with Die Hard in review. And as soon as we finish up Die Hard in review, we will be starting Kung Fu in review. We will be reviewing four Kung Fu movies. And then Patreon supporters will get bonus episodes uh, that we have not decided just yet. And then after Kung Fu in review next month, I'm kind of undecided on what we're going to do. I was going to do John Wick in review. I might push that back until the following series. I'm not sure what we're going to do just yet. But once Predator's over with, I'm going to start on Kung Fu. And uh, we'll be releasing the upcoming schedule. I know Ninja Turtles, Jurassic Park, and Lord of the Rings are on deck for the next couple of uh, couple of reviews that we'll be doing. And speaking of Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash 2game. If you want to consider supporting us, you go there. We have a $5 tier, a $10 tier, and a $20 tier. Shout out to our $20 tier supporters, Carmen Edmonds, Eric Hernandez, and Sharon Petrie. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month. And and just just take a second. I don't know if y'all if y'all can hear it, but we have officially gotten our audio interface. I've been teasing it for the last I don't even know, maybe the last couple months. And back in October, we bought a new mic. Couldn't use the new mic because we needed the audio interface to go along with it. But I didn't feel like we were like we were ready yet to make the big step with the audio interface. So we bought the, the mics first, bought one mic, and then in January, we bought the other mic. So there's two brand new mics, and we just got the audio interface in today so this will be my first recording with the new equipment hopefully it sounds crystal clear to y'all and hopefully it sounds better i did a little test run with our patreon supporters and they said the audio is significantly better and they love it and i gotta say it was like a i was like a kid in a candy store today once i got the audio interface in and i'm in here setting everything up and i'm joking around with the wife and I'm calling it my studio now in her closet. But but yeah, good times, right? But anyways, that's enough of that. Let's jump into my final review for the Predator franchise. And that is The Predator. We're going to start off with the plot. Then we're going to jump into some fun facts. And then I'll give you my overall impressions of the movie. And then whether you should buy, sell, or skip it ultimately. So The Predator. It's about, uh, let's see, when a young boy accidentally triggers the universe's most lethal hunters return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled scientist can prevent the end of the human race. This movie was directed by Shane Black. Uh, He directed Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang, uh, Iron Man 3, and The Nice Guys. I've seen Kiss Kiss, Bang Bang a long time ago. And wasn't a huge fan of it. I know some people that actually absolutely adore that movie. 
Iron Man 3 did not like it the first couple times that I watched it, and it's kind of grown on me over the last couple years. I just want to preface this entire review with a little fact. I, or a little disclaimer, I should say. I am not a huge Shane Black fan. Not really. So, take that with a grain of salt. Take that for what it what it's worth. I'm just, I, I don't like his movies and his writing. He has a particular, like, his humor is, is very distinct. And I'm just, I'm not a huge fan of it, to be honest with you. And that will go further into this review, I promise you. This movie was released on September 14th, 2018. And it has a runtime of 1 hour and 47 minutes. It stars Boyd Holbrook, Olivia Munn, uh, Keegan-Michael Kay, Sterling K. Brown, and Thomas Jane. Boyd Holbrook was the, uh, oh, what was his name? I can't, I can't even remember what his name was. He was in Logan. He was the... Uh, the uh, the other villain the 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 villain early on that was that's Void Holbrook I actually liked him in that movie and in this one he gets kind of not obnoxious but he gets kind of aggravating throughout this entire movie to be honest with you the budget the budget was eighty eight million dollars excuse me and it grossed worldwide one hundred and sixty point six million dollars fun fact time. Shane Black wrote Thomas Jane's character Baxley with Tourette Syndrome because Black has Tourette's as well. Who did not? Shane Black was offered to direct after the success of Iron Man 3. Benicio Del Toro was originally supposed to star in the lead role, but was replaced due to scheduling conflicts. I, As I was writing that and as I was gathering all these fun facts, I was very intrigued to have Benicio Del Toro in the Predator franchise. Like, I think that'd be a great fit, and I'd be all about it. But I don't know how he fits into a Shane Black movie, to be honest with you. I, I, just, don't, I just don't see him being able to have the, the humor chops, I guess you could say, to, to back everything up. And granted, Shane Black, I don't find any of his films to be particularly funny, but... I think it would have been weird to see him in this role with Shane Black directing. The entire climax was reshot due to poor test screenings. And I I gotta say, the last two movies, Predator 2 and uh, Predators, the endings were actually were actually pretty decent for me. I would say the, the ending to Predators was probably not as good as the rest of the movie because it went just full-on action explosions, Michael Bay at the very end. Uh, this ending, I'm indifferent about it. It it didn't make the movie any better for me. It didn't make it any worse. The school, football field, and barn are all the same ones used in the TV show Smallville. I, I didn't read that until after I watched the movie, so now I'm like, did would I have noticed that? I, I I saw the when I was watching the movie and I saw the football field in the state in the in the school and everything, I was thinking to myself, that looks familiar. But I did not I did not pin it to Smallville or any particular show. So that's a little neat little fun fact. This supposedly takes place after Predator Two and before Predators. 
I'm not sure why they decided to do that, but whatever. This was considered a box office flop with record-setting opening weekend of $24.6 million, the worst possible opening weekend for a film on more than 4,000 screens. It made $7 million lower than the previous holder, 2017's The Mummy, which I don't know if y'all have seen The Mummy, the one with Tom Cruise. Generally speaking, any movie with Tom Cruise is, is usually fantastic. It's at least enjoyable and entertaining, and it's just varying degrees of how entertaining. Like, I love him in, in action roles. He's absolutely fantastic, and he's one of the most bankable actors uh, of all time. But 2017's The Mummy? Uh, it was pretty terrible. It was pretty terrible. I've seen it once. Maybe I should watch it again, but for the most part, that was a pretty terrible movie. And last little fun fact, the body count in this movie was 58. Well, let's let's just go ahead and get this review out the way. Let's jump into my impressions and I'm I'm going to try not to rant for the majority of this for this episode because that's technically what I started doing with uh, Predator 2 and it tended to be a longer review and then uh, Underworld Blood Wars I wasn't planning on saying much for that movie because it just downright aggravated me. And then I ended up talking uh, a long time about it and venting, basically. This movie this movie is pretty terrible, guys. It, it It's not a good movie. But I, I say that and then... I don't know, man. There's something about this movie that is really entertaining. And I don't know if it's because it's a dumpster fire... It makes it so entertaining, but you know when I when I was watching Predator Two, I I just I hated every moment of that movie. Just about I was ready to get it over with, and I just I did not like that movie at all. This movie, every five seconds, I'm writing something down, and I'm like, oh god, that's terrible. Oh god, why they do that? It's it's a bad movie. It is not the worst movie that I've seen this week. I promise you. Tax Collector is probably the worst movie that I've seen this week. God, that's awful. But as as awful as this movie can be at times, it's it's entertaining somehow. I I it amazes me that I that I'm even saying that. Can I rewatch this movie? Yes. Will I rewatch it on its own? Probably not. But ultimately, you're here to. Ultimately, when you watch these movies, you're not looking for, you're not look, you're not looking for Oscar winners. You're not looking for, you know, Oscar winning performances and acting and and whatnot. That's that's not why you come to these movies. Basically, we haven't had any of that since the, since the first movie. To be honest with you, uh, decent acting. And while it is terrible at times, I gotta say, man, I it, it was entertaining. It kept. It kept me watching the entire time, and yeah, it took me a little while to watch it, but for the most part, it was it was entertaining, and that's I mean that's why you come to these movies is to is to be entertained. But I'll jump into my main critiques of the movie. One, they waste no time showing the showing the predator in the past movies, the ones that have been good. Uh, 
they kind of hold back on showing the Predator, and that's for a good reason, because ultimately, at the heart of these movies, they're treated as horror movies, I think. Personally, in my personal opinion, I think at the core, these are horror movies. Yeah, they're not your typical, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger, or they're not going to scare you or anything like that, but they're basically slasher films, and they build tension, they're like the horror thriller genre, in my opinion. And this movie gets that out the way, like, immediately. Like, you see the Predator within a f- the first few minutes. And that tension's gone. Once you see the Predator, uh, the tension is gone. And that was another thing that this movie lacked severely in, was tension. Never once did I feel like, like I cared for the characters... And when you don't care for the characters, it's hard to build that tension uh, in the background. You know, Predators, I said the characters weren't that great, but they did a great job building suspense within the scenes of how they shot it and whatnot. And this, the exact opposite could be said for this movie. And I'm speaking generally in, ter- in I'm speaking in terms of how the scenes are shot. It just does, there's no tension whatsoever. The characters are they're they're lively, and he I can see the effort in trying to distinguish between each character, but ultimately I don't care at all about these characters, not one bit. And most of the time they're just obnoxious and they get annoying. And one thing that I will say about the characters is their interactions with each other. Like It's like one, they're one second they're meeting each other, and then the next second they're willing to die for each other. And it's like, really? I mean, if I just met you, I'm... Yeah, I get it. There's brotherhood, there's camaraderie between ex-soldiers and whatnot. But, I mean, they're willing to lay down their lives for the other one almost immediately upon meeting them. And that just seems... It seems very forced. It doesn't seem earned in the context of the movie. So that's one of my biggest issues with the movie overall. Like, they're willing to die for Quinn McKenna, uh, Boyd Hallbrook's character. They're willing to die for him in order to get his son back. And they're going above and beyond to to save each other and what whatnot. I just I don't understand it. I don't believe it because they legit just met each other. And then they're all of a sudden best friends and family. Another issue is Olivia Munn. I, I I get that you want to make her an action star. That's completely fine if you want her to come into this movie and be an action star. But don't sit there and try to tell me that this woman who has been, and it's not because she's a woman, but this doctor, this professor, this this scientist... Don't tell me she's coming off the streets where she's been studying the, you know, all the other stuff, the extraterrestrial stuff and whatnot. Don't tell me she just comes out of nowhere and all of a sudden she can jump onto moving buses and start shooting rifles and whatnot, guns, and she's pretty decent at it. Don't, don't, I, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it at all. It makes no sense. You, if you gave her like a back, like a military background, 
with her being a scientist, then yeah, that makes a little bit more sense. But ultimately, it it just it's it's dumb, and you're just trying to shoehorn in some action with her for for the sake of it, and you don't really build it build that character development up at all, and it's just it's very one note uh, at the heart of it, and. Every time she was doing an action scene, I'm like, how, like, like, I used to imagine being an action star when I was a kid. I would fight myself in the front yard, but you don't see me trying to jump onto moving buses. And her, she doesn't seem like the person that would jump onto a moving bus and try to kill or take down uh, a predator. And then I mentioned it uh, at the beginning of this review. I'm not a huge fan of Shane Black films, period. So if you're a Shane Black, uh, Shane Black uh, fanatic, fan, whatever, you love all of his movies, his writing, then this might be the movie for you. None of the humor hit for me. I did not enjoy the humor. It's, it's, they tried so hard to make it funny, and it fell flat so much. I did not enjoy the humor. It was just dumb humor. I think the only scene that I actually like chuckled at was when Olivia Munn's character wakes up from being tranked because you know she's an action star and she tranked herself after getting off the after the roof after she jumped onto the roof of the bus she tranked herself and yeah she passed out so when she wakes up in the hotel room they're all standing over her and they're betting whether she'll grab the shotgun or not and that that was pretty that was a pretty funny scene I enjoyed that scene. And the first time that I watched it, I enjoyed that scene, and I still enjoy that scene uh, on the next viewing. But that's about it. Other than that, I did not enjoy the humor in this. It just it didn't land with me. I just don't jive well with that style of, of humor in movies, to be honest with you. But like I said, if you're a Shane Black fan, then you might like that, and that might be up, up your alley. But this movie is just its full of just really dumb scenes and things that just don't make sense. Like, I get it when you're making an action movie, you need to have moments of, like, where you stop and kind of breathe, but there's a time and place for that, and you can't just make them stop and do something stupid. Like, back to the scene of when they're in the hotel room. They were just chased by the Predator, and they go to this hotel room, and... They leave the hotel room and go to a party, and they're just chilling at this party, drinking a beer, and they're casually talking about whatever. They're not even talking about the predator that they just saw, this alien monster that they just encountered. They're not talking about that. No, they're talking about their hopes and dreams over a beer. Makes no sense whatsoever. Who would do that in their their right state of mind? Nobody. If I just had an encounter with the predator, I'm not going to afterwards, yeah, I may drink a beer, but I'm not going to sit there and be like, so, what, what's your story, man? No, we're going to be talking about the guy that almost tried to kill us. The alien that tried to kill us at that. It's just, this movie is sprinkled with dumb stuff just like that. That makes no sense that uh, Olivia Munn's character, who's a scientist, and then all of a sudden, like Tom Cruise and running and jumping and shooting people, makes no sense. And then the ex-wife is just sitting there. She She just... Instead of building McKenna's character, she just sits there and just rambles off all of his accomplishments like she's reading off of note cards. 
makes no sense. The baseball scene was dumb. It was so chaotic. Everyone is running around and they're doing random things to look cool, but it's not cool at all. And then that paired with the lack of character development and the obnoxiousness, and I don't even know if that's a word, but it's a word now, uh, the annoying aspects of all the characters, it's, just, it's hard to root for any of them because you're not doing a good job of, of telling the story. Shane Black is, is more so telling a, a Predator story as far as it's more action-driven. He's it, They just dis- disregarded the entire plot, character development, all that. Just threw it out to the wind. They didn't really, they didn't really care. It was more for the spectacle than anything in this movie. And I know that I'm crapping all over this movie, and you're like, well, how is that enjoyable? Somehow, somehow, a majority of the action scenes are pretty enjoyable. With the exclusion of the baseball scene, I think I enjoyed all the action sequences. And the only issue that I have with them is the fact that you do not care at all about the characters that are within it. But they look cool, though. So, I mean, there's that... And then one last thing I want to say about character development before I move on. There's a there's a thing at the end where he's where McKenna's character is looking through all the like the mementos that were left behind from all of his friends, air quotes, that died. And he's just he's rambling on, oh, this is this is Baxley's uh, cigarettes or or whatever. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Like, not once were any of the things that got shown in that scene, their little mementos, their little things that they left behind, not once did they show that during the movie. And not once would you be led to believe that they would have that stuff with them. So all of a sudden, McKenna's character knows them so well that, oh, this is his. Oh, this is his. That makes no sense. And... That just that's my final point that I want to prove that there's no character development whatsoever for any of these characters because at the very end they're just shoehorning in a in an emotional scene but there's no emotion within it because you haven't developed those characters properly throughout the course of the 1 hour and 45 minute long movie. But I will say the all the super predator mo- moments in the movie are super enjoyable. And dude's an absolute savage, by the way. And Super Predator, just really cool. I actually loved it when when he was on scene and he was just destroying folks. And I another thing that I did not care about within the context of the movie, and it's it's mainly a Predator issue. I have enjoyed up to this point where you do not understand anything that the Predator says. He does not communicate with the other characters other than him taking like their voice samples and shooting it back to them. That's about as much communication I want from the Predator. In this movie, you start getting subtitles for what they're saying. And I absolutely despise that. I did not like that addition to this movie. And that's one of the mo- more egregious things that I did not like within this movie. And you can't just all of a sudden for three movies have no subtitles for what the Predator is saying and then all of a sudden start throw subtitles in there. 
I mean, he's been communicating through voice samples for the entire series. Don't change it up now. I did not care for that, and I may be overreacting a little bit, but hey, it it's my review, so there's that. But ultimately, I, I did find enjoyment in this movie with the action scenes, and eh, that that's about it, guys. I mean, this is a popcorn flick through and through. Like I said, not going to win any awards. There's not great acting in it. The dialogue is terrible at times. And there's just there's a bunch of dumb, dumb scenes. And I will end my review with the fact that I give this a 2 out of 5. It's right there with Predator 2. This one is probably more dumb than Predator 2. I will say that. At least... Half the movie of Predator Two made no sense. It they just added a they like they couldn't figure out what they wanted to make the movie about, so they just made like half of a of a gang movie, and then the other half was a Predator movie. It, it made no sense. This at least tries a few different things, and it's actually enjoyable, whereas the other movie was not enjoyable at all. So ultimately, it's entertaining, but don't go into this expecting uh, a box office hit or a hidden gem or anything like that because it's not. Yeah, it's not. So ultimately, buy, sell, uh, rent, or skip. I I think it's worth a sell. No more than five bucks. If I, I stand by the fact that if you get this in a box set, that would be better. Uh, if it's more than five bucks, just skip it. Or if it's on a streaming site that you already you already have, then watch it on there. Or if it's at Redbox, get it there. But otherwise, don't spend a lot of money for this. This this is not worth uh, more than five bucks, personally speaking. And like always, this is our last review of the Predator series. So I'm going to list off my final rankings for the series. At number four, Predator Two. It is the without a doubt the worst movie out of the four. It is the only movie out of the four that I will not rewatch. At number three is obviously uh, The Predator. And I'm, I just spent 20 minutes talking about The Predator, so I won't rehash everything. But at least it's entertaining, uh, but it's dumb fun. I'll leave it at that. At number two, Predators. It was... It was the surprise hit out of the four. I was expecting that one to be at number three or four. And I was expecting Predator 2 to be number two whenever I started the series. But, hey, it shocked me. It was it was wildly entertaining. It was... It, it was just... It was a great... It was a pretty good movie, I, I have to say. And they do develop some of the characters a little bit in that movie and make you actually care for them when they die and they introduce some new aspects within the Predator lore and the franchise as a whole. And then at number one obviously one of the best action movies of all time. One of the best action movies in the 80's. One of Arnold Schwarzenegger's best movies uh, Predator. That movie started with tension. It, it It was perfect. Absolutely perfect. The the humor was where it needed to be, and they didn't spend too much time trying to make you laugh. The tension throughout the entire movie was palpable, 
they treated it more like Jaws, where you didn't see the Predator until like an hour into the movie. And then the action sequences, which were weren't too many to be honest with you, but but they were but they were fantastic what you did get action. And then the ending, ooh, Chef's Kiss, fantastic. So those are my final rankings of the Predator series. What are your thoughts on this series as a whole? Is it something that you enjoy? Is it better than my last series, The Underworld? Uh, yes. I thoroughly enjoyed this series, despite the fact that I hated Predator 2. I will take that over uh, half that series of Underworld. And it was great to to be able to watch these movies and actually enjoy them again, whereas Underworld, I was like, oh, I gotta watch the next one and the next one. But let me know what you think about this series overall. Is it one of your favorites? Is it not? How does this movie live up to your expectations? Is it better than you thought? Or is it kind of what I'm saying? And it's just, it's dumb fun. At the heart of it, at the core of it, this movie is just dumb, dumb fun. And uh, yeah, that's going to conclude my review. Let me know how the audio sounds. And I will catch y'all next time on another episode.